Well, well, well. Welcome to another episode of Unwired, where we're going to talk about a particularly interesting topic today. Scams. Now, I'm sure you're asking, what does scams have to do with being unwired? Well, this is really about, as we're in this AV industry, and we acquire equipment and we sell off equipment, there's a couple of scams out there that are designed to free you from either your hard-earned equipment or your hard-earned cash. Now, customarily, I don't like to sell off my equipment. Um, I like to hold on to it. Sometimes that's not feasible, though. Uh, At one point, I had six different cameras, and three of which I just didn't use anymore, and they were still worth something. Sometimes you upgrade. Sometimes you um, move on to... uh, you just have duplicates or there was equipment I purchased for a particular job. And once that job was over, I wasn't picking up that kind of work anymore. And the camera was basically just sitting there. Now it's all well and good to say, Hey, you know, this might come up again. I might have this opportunity some other time, but the truth is the equipment is just sitting there. And it's really, it could be of more value to someone else, so why not just sell it? And quite often, I'll just sell it back to a larger company uh, to avoid specific hassles. You send it in, they give you a quote. If you like the quote, they'll send you a check. If they don't like the quote, they'll send you the equipment back. It's pretty straightforward. You're not going to make as much money, mind you. Uh, They take a bigger margin because they're going to resell it and they want to make money. So you might lose a bit of money, but you save hassle. However, there's been a couple of scams that have come out recently. One I've heard about uh, where when you send the equipment, uh, they'll pay with a bum credit card. And sometimes it'll take 30 days for your processing company to figure out that it's a stolen credit card. You really have no way of checking. And so... 30 days after you've sent them the equipment, your credit card company takes the money back out of your bank account and say, hey, that was a bad credit card. Now, I always thought that that was the the company's responsibility. They're the ones who processed the transaction. They're the ones who said this equipment was okay. But inevitably, it comes back to you. Now, you could always file a police report, and police don't do much. And we're talking about internet sales here. They don't do much with internet sales. So it's harder to track. Um, On eBay, there are a couple of scams. One is which turned up recently where someone will order the equipment. You'll pack it up, send it to them, and they will do an elaborate unboxing, open up the box and say, hey, this isn't the camera I ordered. This is an older camera. And they'll complain to eBay, and eBay will pick the seller, the purchaser's side, the buyer's side. And they will refund the money. They'll take it right back out of your account, refund the money to them because they have this pricing guarantee. You have no real way of saying, hey, I put the real camera in here. You can do a video of, a, of a, when you pack it up, but it seems that you have to fight long and hard to protect your reputation. And that's a real shame. That's a real shame. So one of the things that uh, someone mentioned to me was to let a reputable company pack it up. 
Is there a charge for that? Yes. But it, it will it be more expensive than the money you lose if someone accuses you of packing up something improperly? No. So that's one way to combat that issue. Now, a funny thing happened to me. I had mentioned before about selling one of my cameras, put it up on eBay, and within four or five minutes of it going up on eBay, I receive an email. Someone's interested in um, overnight shipping. I don't really don't do overnight shipping. It's very expensive. No need to put that as an, even an option on eBay. But I said, hey, if you want it overnight, fine. I did the calculation, did the weight, figured out the, box, the size of the box, added it as an option to the listing. Then the person writes back and says, you know, how much will it cost? What's the total final out-the-door price? So I emailed them back. Through This is within eBay. And said, this is the out-the-door price. This is how much it'll cost with shipping overnight. And as I'm conversing with them, another person emails me within eBay and says, how much would it be for FedEx overnight shipping? And that sort of piqued my interest. Wait a second. Two people within 10 minutes of each other, both asking for overnight shipping for this item. That doesn't seem right. I've sold a lot of things on eBay and that's never happened before. It piqued my interest. I went ahead and I tried to look for people requesting overnight shipping online, but I didn't see any real complaints. So I was going to hold off corresponding with the second one until I really looked into the first one. The first person had 239 reviews. Everything seemed fine. Then when I sent back the price to them, they wrote back and said, okay, send me an invoice to this Gmail address. Ding, 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 ding. Okay, so now at this point, they're asking for the purchase outside of eBay's protection. Red flag, red flag. So I double-checked. Um, I spoke to a friend of mine about it, who's actually been caught by a particular scam with the bad credit card. So what he said was, he does a lot more internet sales than I do. What he says was he checks addresses. He asks for the person's address and checks. Make sure it's not in the middle of a field somewhere. Make sure now with Google Maps, you can actually look and see what the place looks like. It's not an abandoned house. It's not some strange thing where you know it's a scam. Is that 100% foolproof? No, but at least it's ways for you to protect yourself. So... I asked for the address, and I received it from this first person. I'm not even speaking to the second person now. So then the first person says, um, I'm not even going to respond to the, the first person either. Because at this point, I know it's a scam. Right there listed on eBay as you're going through these transactions, it says eBay only protects transactions done through its website. Don't agree to send anything outside of eBay. Will I save fees? Let's be honest, eBay and PayPal fees are relatively high. So if I sell an item for $1,000, if I get $950 after you do shipping, well, honestly, I'm, I don't do the free shipping thing, so let's, let's eliminate shipping. After you do the eBay and PayPal fees, you lose um, close to 13%. 
I think it's 10% and 3% that you end up um, having to pay out. So it's significant. Is that it's a bit less than if you send it into a store, but it's still significant. So that's what we're facing at this point. We're facing people trying to scam. So that's two different scams. One, where people pretend they didn't receive the item they they um, purchased. It's happened to me where someone's made a mistake and I just send the item back. It's not a big ticket item. But packing up a $1,000, $1,500 camera and sending it to someone, you take a big chance that you'll never see, you know, they'll claim that you don't have it. So as I said before, go to a reputable place, have them pack it, take pictures of them packing it, make sure you have the serial number. So what I intend to do is I'm going to take pictures of the serial number. I'm going to take pictures of the person boxing it and sealing it up, maybe even video, and we're going to ship it out. That way, if there's any issues, I have proof that what we put in that box is what the person should get. And if it doesn't, insurance will cover it because that's part of the process of having them package it. Will it be a bit expensive? No, it shouldn't be that expensive. But it will, it's for protection. Sad to say, you need protection in this world. And then the other scam is trying to get you to send them equipment where you don't know who the person you're dealing with actually is. And so you end up, they're going to pay with a credit card, they'll pay with some uh, method of payment that inevitably turns out to be false, and you lose your money that way. And then there's no recovering it, because it's more expensive to try to pursue that person to get back your item. So I'm not even sure it's worth it. So, those are two scams that you face. And there are more. If you do a search for scams out on uh, the web, uh, let's do a search for eBay scams real quick, and let's see what we get. This is why God created the internet, so that you could have information right at your fingertips. Let's do this here. eBay scams. And let's see how many... 10 eBay scams to be aware of. And this was just published in July 04 of 2019. And it's a shame. 10. Okay. So now there's some that are buyers. There's some that are buyers scams, you know, where you send the money for an item and it never shows up. Um, it's not so terrible because the, you are protected. If you say you've never received your product and there's never been any um, tracking number or anything associated or the tracking number is false, you're covered. Um, it does say here on this website, this is www.makeuseof.com. And the title is five eBay scams to be aware of. And it talks about certain things you're not protected against vehicles that you're not protected by the money back guarantee. And I nearly got caught by that some 13 years ago where I bought a vehicle on eBay. And then the guy shows up and says, ah, well, I don't really have the title. Well, then I don't really have the money. And it took us a long time to get that taken care of. He finally got me the title. Then he finally got his money. All right. 
So real estate is not covered in the money back guarantee. Uh, websites and businesses for sale, classified ads. I didn't even know eBay had classified ads and services. All right. So that's not a problem. Okay. Here's another one. Seller ships with an incorrect name. I don't understand that. That's interesting. Let's read this a second. It's funny you have a podcast where you're reading a website. I know, I know. Riveting stuff. But this I've never heard of before. The seller puts up a normal listed with a buy it now option. And then when you purchase, the seller properly ships the package to your address but mangles the name, making you think you receive someone else's package. So then if you refuse it or return it, that voids the money back guarantee. So, but you see... I'm not sure how you can get fooled by that because what you do is when it comes to you, it should have the sender's information. You know who you purchased from. If not, you get a tracking number and see if that's the track. If that's what's been delivered, then you keep it. Um, If someone arrives to my address in someone else's name, I'm going to open it, first of all, because it's my address. I've lived there for umpteen years. I'm going to open it. And if it's the product that I purchased, I'll say, why do you, why do you have someone else's name on there? And I would put that in the comments section. Ah, that's terrible. Of course, we all know about the, the empty boxes that people will send or it's filled with junk. The good thing. Oh, I see. <laughs> I need to read this deeper. It's being careful when you go on eBay to make a purchase that you know that you're purchasing an item, not just an empty box. There are people who will sell, especially with lenses, they will sell empty box lens, uh, empty lens boxes. So I buy a 10 to 25 uh, from Canon, excuse me, 10 to whatever. Okay, I buy a lens from Canon and the, I have the box. I don't really need the box anymore. Now, I keep all boxes. That way, if I have to sell it, I could sell it back in the original box. But someone will just say, hey, I have this box for sale. Or the way they word it on eBay, you don't realize you're just buying an empty box. The price, But if the price is too good to be true, read the descriptions carefully. Read the descriptions carefully on eBay. There's caveat emperor, buyer beware. You are responsible for reading. So read, read the, the, the description of everything you buy. All right. Now, here's a big one. Here's a very big one that it, I think it used to be a lot more prevalent. Um, I don't see it, it happen as much anymore. Uh, and many years ago, someone tried to catch me with this. You buy an item from somebody, or excuse me, you're selling an item, okay? Let's say you're selling your Rode Podcaster, which, your Rodecaster uh, mixer, which I don't know any why anyone would sell it. I'm using it right now. It's perfect. But you could decide to sell it on eBay, and you list it for itself. It retails for 600 You list it for uh, $500. Someone sends you payment for 700 And they say, well, you just wanted 500 Oops, I made a mistake. Uh, please send me $200 back. 
And you're like, okay, you did overpay. The money's in my account. Let me send you the money back. So you send them back the 200 and you think you're even. Except it turns out their credit card is stolen or false. And now the bank takes $700 out of your account. Now you're out $900 and your item. You're out the $700 you thought you had. You're out the $200 you sent back to them. And you're out your item. Now, technically speaking, it's... No, you're out a lot. Okay. So you can say, but I'm only out the 500. No, you're out $700. Because you thought you at least had 500. You sent back two. That's 700. And you're out the item. So you have nothing else to sell. You're out 700 and the item. So all told, you're out $1,300. The $600 you first sold, the $500 you thought you were going to have, and the $200 that you sent. It's terrible. So if, if someone sends you extra money, you tell them, Mm-mm, sorry, it's going to be 60 days, at the very least, 60 days before you issue any refund. They send you too much, they're going to have to live with it. No matter how much they, and, and at that point, I would, might just void the sale altogether um, and keep your item. That might be the safest thing. On this page again... It mentions that the buyer wants to settle outside of eBay. Just don't do it. Sorry. You're better off just shipping them your money straight away. Okay, so it does mention on this web page that you shipped an empty box. It says buyer claims you shipped an empty box. So the way it's listed here is the buyer purchases one of your listings. You ship the item. When he receives, he opens up an eBay dispute and claims you sent an empty box. And eBay forces a return. The buyer ships back the empty box and keeps the item. So ways to avoid it. It has ways to avoid it. A section on all of these different scams. It mentions check the feedback history. You know what? I never bring that up because I think as soon as someone purchases your item... You definitely check. As soon as someone bids on your item, you definitely check their feedback history. As I'm selling a high-priced item, one of the things I wish I had done was to mention in the uh, description that if your rating isn't high or if the number of transactions on eBay is not high or like over 100, that I'm not going to do business with you. I didn't do it this time. However, um, I'm going to make sure I do that from that point on. If anyone complains about I'm discriminating, well, I have that option. Just don't bid on it. It's fine. (laughs) But this says beyond checking eBay and trying to appeal the dispute, you'll need all the evidence you can muster. Photo proof that you actually shipped the item um, and you have to have comprehensive proof. What does eBay require as comprehensive proof? We should find that out. We should look, email eBay and find out how we can protect ourselves from this. So that's something that we should definitely look into. What can you do as a seller to protect yourself? And they have more scams here. Signature. That's the other thing. Signature confirmation. When you're dealing with a high-priced item over... 
$500, I'd say make sure you have signature confirmation. Um, just It's just to be safe. Maybe you have them send it to a P.O. box. I, I should admit that is something I need to put into your description when you're first doing your uh, sale. Put certain things into the description. Um, even if you have to pay two, three, four, five dollars extra for signature confirmation, come on, it's worth it. Just think about that. Chargeback fees. Yeah, there's quite a few scams out there. Once again, this email, uh, this web page, excuse me, that I'm looking at is www.makeuseof.com. And the uh, title is Five eBay Scams to Be Aware of, which is interesting because we're, we're over five. We're at number six. Um, different scams that you can avoid. A lot of times we are we try to be as honest and as trustworthy as possible when we're making when we're doing transactions but we have to remember that not everybody has the same motive behind their actions um, so protect yourself make sure that you cover yourself and you don't leave yourself open to um to big issue yeah, I am feeling a bit nervous about selling this item because of the price it's going to command on eBay. You know, people are still complaining that they haven't gotten their pocket 4Ks yet. So selling one online makes me a bit nervous. I could have just sent it back to eBay, excuse me, send it back to B&H or Adorama. Those are trustworthy companies that will buy your equipment. Um, and you know what? Let's take a look and see what B&H will take for the pocket 4k all you do is have to go to bnh.com and fill out a little uh, sales some sales information and you'll usually get well we won't be able to do it now because it takes an email they'll send you back an email about what it's uh, most likely worth so that wouldn't work we want to thank you for listening in today. I know it's a different topic, but I think it's something that's fairly important to think about. Um, how you can protect yourself when you're just trying to conduct your business online. Uh, it's, a, it's a rough world out there sometimes. So make sure you are covered. Thanks for listening to Unwired. Hope to hear from you soon. Don't forget unwiredthepodcast.com. <laughs>